Hey everyone, and welcome to the Spencer Lodge podcast. I've had them on the show already, but I'm having her on the show again because I want some one-to-one time with her, Elena Cardone. Cue the music, let's get this one done. I want to ask you some questions though that maybe you may not have been asked before and I want to learn a little bit more about you and maybe ways that other people don't. So okay. forgive my questions. I'm going to ask, ask you a nice one to start with. Okay, it's good. A nice one. Okay, a nice I one like to nice. Start with. Okay. <laughs> What's 10X Ladies? 10X Ladies is a division that I want to create with uh, within the umbrella of Cardone, under the umbrella of Cardone Enterprises. And the vision, is, of course, I'm on the ground floor now, but the vision is I want to develop a network of 10X women globally from around the world where we have access to each other and what we do, exchange goods, commodity services, but really a, a support team of women globally where I can go anywhere in the world and, and be in communication or have help or a friend from a 10X lady, not just from me, but from everyone. Eventually, I wanna do my own seminars with 10X ladies. I'm having the first one at the back end of GrowthCon, but I wanna do those actually individually, pop up throughout the year. And then I just want other women to have access, not only to other women, but to everything that we're doing at Cardone Enterprises. So I want to introduce them to my Build an Empire Online University, to the opportunities that we have with Cardone Ventures, where we partner up and, and purchase businesses and become a partner, or Cardone Capital, let them know what we're doing in, in that area. So any of the women that might not find Grant or myself through Grant, I wanna open the door for the 10X women out there and really give them them an opportunity to know what I'm doing and also get to know what they're doing so okay I'm going to be really controversial right now okay okay because a few years ago this whole um argument that women wanted to be paid equally as men and the BBC was a great example in the UK where they've had to adjust all of the the incomes of everybody because women women want to be equal and all of my businesses as you know are run by women so I have no issues with women but what I do have an issue with if is 10x is men and women. Yeah. 10x ladies is only ladies. Well, but it, couldn't it, you yeah. teach me something? Couldn't I benefit well, from you? Yes. 10x, I, I, I will never exclude our men because I love our men and the, ah. the men do want to come to our events. And it's a small amount of men that come to the events. And certainly I do other events where men and women are there it's not just 10x ladies but the 10x ladies is really primarily geared for the women so that we can feel comfortable enough to maybe discuss issues that you might not feel comfortable discussing in front of a partner or how to handle certain situations or just things that we go through as women that men might not have a reality or understanding on there are certain things in in my life grant says i will never understand a woman like you know, and so and it's not to exclude the men, because honestly, I I am a big proponent of women and men getting along. Uh, as a matter of fact, every mentor that I've ever had in my life has been a man. A man has has given me everything I wanted in terms of goals um, platonically and maybe sometimes not like Grant is a mentor of mine. And obviously he's my partner and, and I'm married to him. But I've had my my pistol um instructor is a male my rifle instructor is a male my acting teacher was a male so 
so I Muay really- Muay Thai instructor? My Muay Thai instructor is a male. So I, I've been heavily influenced by male men and I appreciate everything that they've done to contribute to my life, to take me seriously, to help me grow and learn. So I never want to feel like it's like, like we don't need men because that's my biggest lesson that I've learned this lifetime, I think, is that I originally thought I had to be this independent woman that did everything on her own and not depend on a man for anything. And as I've evolved and once I got married through confronting what I had to go through with being with a powerful man, I actually learned to depend on one and that um, in depending on one, I actually found my real true strength power and independence as a woman. So it came to me through a man, not how I originally okay. predicted. There's a couple of things here. Number one, um, getting to know you two as I have, um, I'm confused as to why you don't do something on relationships and teach on relationships. And, and, and that I think could be a whole great thing because I think a lot of relationships really, really, a lot of them hit the rocks or hit the skids mm -hmm. very often and divorce is so frequent now. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's frequent because it's easy mm -hmm. and it's accepted and it's tolerable. And I think that back in the olden days, you know, what, what, what did we say in our nuptials when we got married, you know, till death has do part for richer or poorer in sickness and in health. And basically, you know, my grandparents, no matter how bad it got, we're married and we're married for life was mm -hmm. the mindset, whereas yeah. it's changed now. So I think there's lots of Lots of value, I think, that you guys could add in, in getting people to understand that, that giving up is not the easy way out. And what you said to me the other night was something that was really interesting. You said to me that we'd worked out the parts in our relationship where, where each of us could be the boss. Yes. And you know what? As much as other people might have heard that before and it might have been said, I hadn't. Right. And it really resonated with me. And I spoke to Anna about it in the evening when I mm -hmm. got back from talking to you. And she's like, yeah. And it, it, although we haven't compartmentalized what those things are, it's really quite, it's, it's obvious now I'm saying it to you and you're talking about it. But back then, a couple of days ago, it was like, well, hold on a minute. This yeah. makes such a whole load of sense because there are places she can be the boss. Right. So can't you, can you, can you package that? Well, and teach that to every couple that's on the going well, into in that book. moment. It's in my book. I talk about that in my book and it's in my online um, course. But I do speak a lot on relationships and even more so now that I'm starting this 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 thing of kind of branching out on my own. Um, because I have everything kind of up and running behind the scenes operations with Grant. We've delegated, blah, 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 blah. But it is in my book because one of the things that Grant and I did when we decided to get on the same page, when we were kind of forced to get on the same page, it was the do or die moment in our relationship. And what we had to do be to, to stop fighting each other for this male, female, sort of power struggle that we had in the first four or five years of our relationship. Um, when we finally figured out who does what in the relationship and we knew the roles and we did it based on our strengths and our weaknesses, it had nothing to do with man, female. It had everything to do with, okay, you know what? The whole world is out there. It's me and you and we're a team no matter what and we have to be fortified. So this is where I get to be the boss of this. This is where, where you get to be the boss of that. And then th that's it. 
I have full say in all of my departments that I run and Grant cannot bypass me in those areas. Mm. So everything, and it just so happens that I have what it looks more traditionally like a male female role, but I happen to be very good at running everything under the household and everything behind the scenes in the operations, who comes around Grant, who's in our lives, who's not in our lives. What, what do we do? What's our recreational life look like? The family create time, everything that has to do with the children, all of those are my decisions, including if they go to school, if they get homeschooled or Grant can have input at the end of the day, I am the boss under the household. Mm. And, and he is the boss of everything, the business, because he is a businessman, tried mm. and true. I've never been a business person. I was an artist and actress. I, d I don't know that world. So I give him feedback and he runs everything, the business, and I support him on every single one of his decisions. And what happened when we figured that out is we stop fighting each other because now we're no longer vying for for the power because I have power. That's interesting. There's, there's, there's couples out there. When you when you talk about 10X ladies and you think about that, you take a, a husband and wife couple at the growth con, the alpha male coming out with his kind of learnings at the end of each day. And the, the what do you call it? Not the alpha wife, you call it the alpha male and whatever it is, the, the wife that's sitting there. Is, is she uh, overpowered by his uh, enthusiasm, excitement, notes, uh, ideas, concepts, uh, ideas of implementation when he gets to the end of each day? She kind of goes, yeah, OK, let's do that. Is that maybe why 10X ladies could work because they get that chance to go, I'll be alpha in this moment, you know? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's it's uh, 10X, I, I think, is just anyone who has a different mindset than the normal. Because, um, because if 10X ladies think that um, it's really about a partnership and getting along, uh, and not thinking what it's supposed to look like in a relationship, but how can you use each other and partner up, not just to be in love, that's a given, but how do you take each other from the highest that you could go by yourself to the next level? Like all of the heightened success is, is mine for Grant and vice versa for him, for me. So 10X ladies have an opportunity not only to, to be entrepreneurial and go after what they're going for in life and have a man work with them on that, but also for the woman who's with an entrepreneurial man and how to really help him as well as herself, because we kind of do it all, you know? I mean, I know guys do too, but so it's for both yeah. sides. 10X can be for any woman that's willing to um, mine for gold, not only in herself, but in others. I want to encourage that. Yeah. And I agree with that. Like I really do. I think when you, when you speak like that, I think about my mum. Yeah. And I think about, you know, what happened to her when I was seven years old and my, my dad cheated and then my mum got a divorce and she had to bring us all up on her own and, and think about that strength that she has as a woman. And then I think about, you know, what could have happened if she'd have had that environment to be around, mm -hmm. if she'd have had the opportunity to, to, to think like that. And when you think about your relationship and your marriage, you think about when you're really in love with each other. Yeah. How much easier work is. Yeah. And when you, you know, you're going through the whole kind of, I don't know, mm. throwing glasses at the wall type stuff, you know, the hating on each other. Yeah. How, how much, everything is so much more difficult. Yeah. Now you, when we, we spoke the other day, when Grant came home after having a bad day, you said, yeah, go back to work until you've had a good day. But I know, I know with Anna, when, mm. I, when, I, when I come home and, and we're really in love with each other mm -hmm. and we're really close and, and, and 
you know, intimate in front of the TV or intimate in front of that moment, just 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 just, just being close, holding hands, because that's one of the most beautiful things a man and woman can do. It's holding mm -hmm. hands. I mm -hmm. think that's really mm -hmm. intimate. Mm -hmm. I find that I find that I'm peaceful in that part of my life. So I can then push much harder in the other parts. If, if I don't have that, if there's conflict going on in my relationship, I find that it's really hard for me to focus Million on percent. making that, that good. Million percent. And, that's, and, that, and, and those are the little things that I talk about in life that are keeping you from hitting those upper stratospheres. It's the little adjustments. It's being able to show up and be 100% in your relationship even when you don't feel in love or you are mad there you have to find a way to make the environment um loving again even if it means putting your either keeping your mouth shut when you when it's not going to go for a good purpose for a good reason you know it's not gonna you know it's it's we have this finding thing, yeah. ways to to get back into communication to find affinity with one another it's finding ways not to go behind someone's back and natter and talk about them the more you accumulate all those kind of hits on somebody else the harder it is to then sit down in front of them and get back in love with them you know like we have a rule that says when you go to bed we can't go to bed on an argument yeah, that's yeah, a that's yeah. a rule for a lot of people. That is not my rule, but that is a good rule. I, well, my, that's because my, we can't go, we can't get into bed, and we we have to because I fall. Asleep. Oh, because you because you. Can't. I actually fall asleep in seconds if Anna's hand is on my face. Nobody knows this. <laughs> if Anna's hand is on my face, You're I like, fall out. asleep. Like that. If, if not, for granted, it's his hand. Really? Yeah. If I'm touching his hand, he falls asleep immediately. Isn't that funny? Y'all are funny. You're yeah. teddy bears. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you you can go to bed in an argument. Yeah. Well. If, if, if it's going nowhere and we're exhausted and tired, that just, we just end up running on a loop where we start repeating ourselves and it's going nowhere. So sometimes there's been a time where I felt go to sleep, wake up and let's, let's get a good night. Let's get some distance from it and come back to the table. And that's helped me. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I you suppose know? there's that aspect to it as well. When, when you're, you're at home and you're not busy at work, now I know you work like crazy anyway, when you're at home, you, you, apart from the hobbies, which you seem never to be able to pursue anymore because you're so busy. I know. What, what, what does it look like when you get home from work of an evening? You've got the kids, you, you, you obviously you feed them, you bath them, you put them to bed. Okay. Well, they bathe themselves now, but oh, yes. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. The, the kids go and have a bath or a shower, <laughs> get their pajamas on and they're off to bed at whatever time it is, in normal times, not when you're flying right. around and right, living right, on a right. jet. Yeah? How, how, does, how does an evening typically look? Are you are you in Miami booked up most nights to do stuff, or do you try and do you try and have a date night once a week no. or once every two weeks? I'm like no. Well, sometimes we go to the movies. Like our thing is, we on the weekends we'll go to the first movie of the day, on a Saturday or Sunday. It's yeah. never at night. Okay. It's the first one in the day. What and time is that? Like ten or eleven? Yeah, or something? exactly. Okay. And we're usually one of the only ones in the the theater, and we love it like that. And that's that's fun for us. But we don't. We never go out in Miami. It's work, 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 work. Then we come home, and then I'm I'm you know back and forth with the kids, and um, and then we go to sleep, and then I'm waking up. You know, I go to bed early. I wake up early. I train yeah. in the morning. He trains early, and then it's like that can continuously there's do you no meditate no i don't, do you, I don't do you think I don't, about I don't, that kind of stuff well does I it don't. matter does it matter i don't it's not for me look i think anything that is not harmful to others and and helps you to become a better person 
I can't knock that. So I wouldn't knock anyone else's religion no matter what. Um, but for me personally, I, I'm, I'm very hyper. I know how I work and operate well. I have to constantly be in motion. I'm not trying to shut my, my thoughts off. My thoughts are my visions, my thoughts. I want them to come to me. I, I don't want to suppress myself. So, you know, that's where I've found the most golden opportunities is in, is in motion. And when I think about everything and then I go into the future and I play out every single scenario and then I come back to Grant and I'm like, how about this? How about we go global? How about we do licensee? How about we open up Cardone Capital to everyone so we can, you know, get to where we want to be faster to expand. And, and a lot of my ideas are ridiculous and hit the cutting room floor, but the ones that have hit are golden. Give me one. Cardone Capital. That Card was, but yeah, because yeah, I think I, the, I think that you're in the background pushing like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I because just, that's, the, I, the, I, the, I think the, you might be more creative. So you're more creative. Maybe you think in a different. I think parallel. in a different thing because I'm outside of it. Grant's in the hammer. He's yeah. in the hustle, yeah. the push, the shove. He does everything that I can't do. Like I can come up with ideas, but if I can't implement them and make them happen, that would it, we're, I, that's why we're so good together because he can enforce it all and make it all happen. But, and he will tell you this, I'm kind of like the operate in this magical land. I believe in magic, not fairy tales and unicorns. I don't believe Pixies in Pixies at the end of the garden? No. Okay. But I, I, I do believe in magic and, and I operate on this higher level where I have these visions. I can see things. I, you know, things are just easier up here because I'm not down there having to be forced. I'm up here like on an aesthetic. You look like a helicopter view yeah, almost. Like a pan determined yeah. area, like a very aesthetic, you know, powerful kind of. I just think things and, and they kind of work out. And, and, and Grant's seen that enough times where he just, is, he does not know how I do it. Well, he will have lost a deal. And I'm like, on that particular deal, I'm like, why are you even stressed? It's going to come back to you. And he's like, no, it's under contract. It's under this. It's never going to. And I'm like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm <laughs> chuckling because there's certain things I don't know how I just know. And then sure enough, it falls out. And we had it. The deal for us, it was one of the biggest turning points in our real estate portfolio. Wow. That one particular deal that we did not have that was and it came back to us. So, I mean, that's just one. But there's one. Tell me, about, tell me about people in the business. OK, you, you, you'll have opinions on people that maybe start in the company in the early doors. I mean, Grant was saying earlier that you, you, you were really fond of Ryan. Yes. You thought Ryan was super smart. Yeah, he was he wasn't a great guy on the telephones, but obviously he's a pilot and stuff. But he, he was saying, you know, Ryan, uh, Elena could see that Ryan was smart. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I, I saw Ryan and Ryan came up to me on day one and introduced himself, which is really smart because I admire smart people that come to me. You know, because they understand I can get to Grant. So why wouldn't you come to me? I'm an easy target. I'm much easier to approach than Grant. So he introduces himself. He says he's a pilot. He's this. He's that. Da, da, da. So I'm like, huh? Okay. Well, that that strikes me as a as a smart person, not as oh, what does he want from me? I don't get like that with people. We were talking about that yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. I immediately thought he was smart. Then after time, we were trying to find a pilot. Sherry, the C the COO of our company, and Grant were trying to hire all these people. I kept saying, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan's a He's in the other room. Ryan, Ryan's a And they wouldn't listen to me. And we hired this one guy and then we fired this one guy. And, da, da, and we go through the whole process again and they're trying to find. And I was like, guys, y'all are so dumb. I say this to Sherry and to Grant. I'm like, you're so dumb. I was like, there is a guy in the other room 
Who is a pilot who is willing to, because Grant's biggest complaint about pilots are they're entitled and they only do their little pilot thing. And Grant had this vision of this pilot, but who's also willing to work in Cardone Enterprises and like be a real team member. I was like, you've got the guy that you want right there in the other room and you won't interview him. I was like, dumb, you're dumb, you're so dumb. And all of a sudden Grant's like, bring him in here. And then I was like, so I went to my phone. I went to my phone at my office and I called Ryan. I was like, Ryan, you're about to have a meeting. I was like, don't F it up. And I hung up the phone and he came in and he got the job and the rest is history. And he got off the phones and, and you know, but yeah, I have um, a very keen sense of observation, maybe because I was an actress. So I'm very used to observing people. Um, I know my strengths and weaknesses. I know that my biggest weakness, and I see it in you, is that you're a little naive and in this in the sense that you want to help people and so you're willing to compromise certain things and you'll get hurt by people because you're not willing to see that bad people exist and their intentions to be bad exist you and i have a tendency to gloss over that um but is that true you think that's true so i know i know that's a weakness for me but i also have an ability to look beyond and so what i did just to sum up that because this could help you since you have that. Since you know that's a weakness, I've kind of installed this filter in myself that goes, I know I'm naive, so everything has to go through my filter. Am I being naive? So every business deal, every person, everything, I have to constantly question. run through. You got to ask that question. I have to run it through the filter. Am I being naive? Because I know that's my weakness. I know that people can play on my heartstrings because I have a very generous heart and I want to help people. I'm compassionate. I love children. I love sir. Yeah, I know that people can come at me with certain angles, with with guns or Muay Thai. I know my weaknesses because those are doors that will I'll open immediately to. You know, so so if they open the door, I have to run it through. Am I being naive right now? Is this the thing? Like, what is the thing? But but in observing what's behind and not just what people say, but learning to read people's statistics, learning to to read just behavior, not not getting psychological, but just appreciating the statistic, not the verbal word is. Um, Really it's interesting. Really, really interesting. You said that. It's why I don't. It's why I don't drink alcohol at this point in my life. Not that I have anything against alcohol. I'm just. I just do a different thing in our relationship than Grant does, and I can't afford a fall down day. You know, I can't afford to literally fall down and be drunk. I can't afford to take the day off being hungover the next day. Yeah. But I can't afford to dull my senses. Because if you're willing to compromise your integrity in a certain way, like by consuming maybe too much alcohol or something, and I'm compromising my integrity doing that, then all of a sudden I cannot see in you when you compromise your integrity. But if I'm really clean, then I can see, you know what? He's on his phone doing Facebook when he should be doing office hours. He's cheating. If he's cheating there, where is he cheating in other areas of his life? Is he cheating in his marriage, his relationship? Is he cheating on himself? He's going to cheat on me. He's going to cheat on the company. I can't have him close to me. He can be out there. He can do his job. I'm not going to fire. You know, we have 180 employees. I'm not doing background checks on everyone on who's 
But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but I can't, the inner core people that are around Grant, like he's, he's my triple crown. He's my, he's who I cashed in on. He's who I went all in on. So my role is to really protect him, the environment, who's in there. I don't want him being compromised. So I have to surround him with nothing but really highly ethical people. There's a lot of people that depend on us now. We opened up Cardone Capital to non-accredited and accredited investors. People depend on Grant to make right decisions people about real estate. People have their life estate. savings. Yes. People have their futures yes. and, in your and, hands. And so I need Grant to be competent, clear, not confused. I don't want to put him around unethical people. I want everything about his choices to be right. And then that's why I create an environment for him so that he is confident, comfortable, um, distraction free. So when he's making the $100 million, $200 million deals, decisions, he yeah. decisions, he's not worried about me or the kids or the family or distracted. See, so there's a whole thing. I can't afford a fall down day. Too many people count on us. You're mega. You I'm are mega. literally, you're mega. mega. You, mega. Really, you really do. I love what you say. <laughs> okay, and there's a load of more questions, but I know you're going on stage shortly. So why don't we just end it here? But Elena, thank you so much for coming to join me on the show. Oh, awesome. Your questions it. were easy. I was expecting <laughs> to get beat up here. <laughs> I had a couple of directions, but I think I'm going to spend hours talking to you about that. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, please leave us a like, give us your feedback and comments, we'd really appreciate it. Now, you guys that are listening on Apple Podcast, I would really appreciate it if you just took one minute and went across and gave us a five-star rating. That means that this podcast is gonna get further reach, more people are gonna hear it, and that means more people are gonna benefit from it. So I really appreciate if you do that.